Hey there, and welcome back. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm super happy you're here today. Today, we're episode is entitled, Are You Lying to Yourself? And this is going to be a tough, maybe tough here for some of us, because I know it was tough for me. But it's mostly about excuses. Who's, who's, who's had excuses before? Who's made excuses for certain things? We all have, right? Everyone has an excuse. But our excuses are sometimes our barriers. The question then becomes, are we lying to ourselves? Do you own a private jet or someone or need someone to help you clean and take care of it? Check out Shiny Jets. They will make sure your aircraft looks the best and is protected from the outside elements. They offer unrivaled aircraft detailing services, whether it's the opulent interior of your private jet or the historic charm of your warbird. Shiny Jet understands the unique demands of each aircraft type. They offer basic washes, bright work, and ceramic coatings. Please call 817-290-2120 and let shiny jets bring out the true beauty of your aircraft while protecting and preserving it inside and out. Hey there, thanks for joining me again this week. This week again, we're talking about excuses. Um, so I was watching a series by Andy Stanley called Paper Walls. I've watched this series before. It's actually about a year old now. And it really connected with me even then. Um, because I knew that this was what I was doing in my life. Not only about starting a podcast, but about so many other things in my life as well. Andy Stanley was standing um, in front of this wall that looked like a brick wall, and he talks about how we create excuses that become becauses and that become our reasons for not doing things. But the bottom line, they aren't real reasons. They are barriers that prevent us from moving forward. So then he would turn around to the brick wall and poke his finger through it, and it's it was just paper. So what he was saying is that we hide behind this like paper wall of excuses that prevents us from doing things that we want to do. We make up so many excuses um, why we don't eat right, why we don't exercise, why we're late for work, why we didn't start the online shop you want to start, why we didn't go for that promotion, why we don't try out for that team. But behind these excuses, is it possible that we're missing out on life because we've quote unquote walled ourselves in from our excuses. I know that's exactly what I did. Like exactly what I did. Well, when I was a kid, my family was like the artist at creating excuses for my behaviors, for me. Um, and I'm sure as parents, we kind of all do this. We all kind of want to make excuses for our kids um, for the, the way they are, or what they do. But my family could do it for every single one of my behaviors. I was extraordinarily shy. 
very low self-esteem and scared to do anything. So I wasn't like a bad kid. Like I made, I was making bad choices, but my grandmother, I was raised in a very matriarchal family. Um, my grandmother, my great grandmother and my mom. And um, my grandmother and my mom can make excuses for me for everything. My great-grandmother was more of a, you need to kind of face your consequences kind of lady. <laughs> so, but my grandmother and my mom could come up an excuse for me for anything. So if I was too scared to go to a friend's house or go to a birthday party, my family had an excuse. I played piano and when I was a kid, and if I wanted to quit... My family would come up with an excuse. If I made bad grades, my family came up with an excuse. So I learned like super early that if I was too afraid to do something or or didn't want to do something, I could come up with an excuse not to do it. And I actually still sort of struggle with this. I really, I, I do this to myself. Like there were so many excuses why I couldn't do this podcast. And there are so many excuses why I choose not to eat correctly. And there are so many excuses that I can make up for my kid and their behaviors. Like, seriously. So, um, but, but, you know, I'm trying to teach myself and learn and push through. And this has been a very good learning experience for me. So I, I'm not saying that there are never, like, real reasons that we can't do things like I mean everyone has like real reasons I spent an entire year not being able year almost two years not being able to really go anywhere because I was taking care of my mom these were real reasons they were not excuses and um so that happens we have real reasons why we can't do things but sometimes we have to do a little soul searching and find out if we're hiding from life because our excuse um because of our excuses not to do something. Um, for instance, say you always wanted to play an instrument, but you never did. Why didn't you? You didn't have time. You had children. You think people would judge you. You think you didn't have an ear for music. What's your excuse for not trying? I always wanted to play the drums. For as long as I can remember, I wanted to play the drums. I was put in piano, but I wanted to play the drums. I even took lessons by the time I got um, in college. I decided it was something I wanted to do bad enough that I took lessons. And I didn't even own a drum set. I have like a little electronic drum pad that my uncle bought me. And I would practice on it. And and he was a great, he was a great drummer because he kind of threw me in like playing the music that I like. I, I, to those of you... Not many of you will know, but I started off with like a great white song because I was really into 80s hard rock and heavy metal. So um, I, I, I loved it, you know. But then my drum teacher, he reached his dream and went on to tour with the band. So then I told myself, well, I didn't have time. I probably would have never used the drums anyway. Um, I needed to focus on college and then I got married and then I had kids and then and then and then I never learned how to play the drums ever but this last year I have to say my family bought me this amazing drum set and I'm super excited about it and I have been messing around with it um here and there and I am trying to learn how to play the drums now at 
50 years old. Um, it's a slow process, of course, but the point is that I am trying now. I am trying to do dabble in this because it's fun for me. Not because it's an excuse that it's going to take over my life, but it's it's something I want to do. So I'm going to try it. And here we go. And plus, my oldest son decided he was sort of interested in it as well. And so he's dabbling in it and learning how and has a friend that kind of teaches them some basic stuff. So it's super exciting and very fun. So why would I give up that dream just because I, oh, I had give up on that dream because I had get told myself excuse after excuse after excuse that I didn't need to play the drums. You know, something as basic as playing the drums. Um, Hebrews 12, 1 through 3 says that since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on Jesus for for the joy set before him he endured on the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart so originally when I was working on this episode I was only going to put Hebrews 12 1 in there and I kept reading, and I was like, whoa, these verses mean a lot. Like, they, they all kind of fit in on what we're talking about here. So let me kind of break it down for you a little bit. So the thing that I first talked about, and, and Andy Stanley talked about in his paper was, is, is the let us throw everything, throw off everything that hinders. So to me, that means... Let us throw off everything that hinders us means that you let go of all your excuses and all the lies that weigh us down. Let go of the things that prevent us from moving forward, right? Let go of your self-doubt and your worry. Why do we do that? Because Christ suffered on the cross. All those people, I mean, gosh, think about what he went through. So, like, he not only, like, was physically hurt, but people weren't nice, you know, I think about my biggest fear about doing this and putting myself out there is that people weren't, aren't nice, especially right now. I feel like people are really nice. But, but Christ endured all of that and then rose again and sat at the right hand of God. So then we have to remember that he did all that for us so we don't lose our faith. So that's what that says to me. Like we run our race. We, we move forward. And we don't let anything hinder us because Christ did all that for us. And now we can do anything that God calls us to do, right? Um, so I have never really taken in these verses. Like, I, you know, we read verses and we come out hear about them, but I don't ever remember people talking about them and like really pinpointing these until now. And so I was really blessed by how we continued, how I kept reading these verses and realized how much it not only applies to this specific episode, but it also feel how I feel about the whole podcast, doing a podcast in general. Um, it's so funny to me that the more episodes I make, the, the more I myself learn what this podcast is about. I put it off for so long and I took 
finally was able to take one small leap of faith. And the words just continue to flow out. I can't believe I'm on episode four. You know, I like I just didn't think I would get this far. I lied my I lied to myself so many times and made millions of excuses as to why I couldn't do this. And I finally had gotten to the point where I either needed to stop talking about it or I needed to do it. So I chose to do it, and I did it completely afraid. Now I get excited to do each episode and I pray that this continues to grow because it's kind of fun. Like I'm enjoying it and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying talking to people. And I really look forward to a time where I grow big enough for people where you guys out there really start to talk to me too. Um, but I still do it very afraid. I still get super nervous about it. But I am learning to push back my self-doubt and Keep going for it. I did an advertisement for BackboneSwag.com recently, and I want to tell you that my son saw my shirt that I had. Um, I actually posted it on Facebook and Instagram. And he fell in love. He went immediately to their site and picked out his own shirt in his own color. Like I said, they had some great colors. Um, but he also loves how soft it is and the quality of the shirt and the message it brings. He also got one that says, work hard, trust God. Um, that seems to be our motto around here right now. So he finally got his shirt too. I'll tell you, they're great people because they text you and actually respond to your text. I actually, you know, communicated with them. Um, they make it easy for returns if you get the wrong size. Um, and so I will post a picture of him with his shirt on and post it on the Facebook and Instagram page. But make sure you go to BackboneSwag.com and order your shirts today. hugged and do something that's how I sort of felt about the podcast is that it was always there it was always tugging on me like I really wanted to do this you know it really started off as a blog but um it switched to this podcast um I'm trying to get the blog off too I think I will eventually be able to do that but right now I'm just focusing on one thing at a time um but what do you do with that do you hide behind excuses on why you're not doing that? We can be led. Andy Stanley says this really great. He says, we can be led from the darkness of our excuses to the light. But what will we find? You know what I found? When I finally stopped doing making excuses and doing this podcast, I found a sea of obstacles. Yeah. That's that's not like not what you expected me to say, right? I it was completely a sea of obstacles that led me to negative self talk, feeling bad about myself, and questioning why I was doing this. So when you finally break through your excuses, negative thoughts, and lies, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be easy and smooth sailing. It just means that you kind of leaped over your wall. You know, I I said in my very first episode I wanted to call it life behind the fence because I just spent an entire entire time 
behind my fence. So, which would be for me the same as living behind a paper wall. I was behind a fence of fear. I was behind my fence of of insecurity, and I'm jumping over my fence and moving forward. But that doesn't mean you're not met with another fence or another wall. You know, so you got to kind of keep breaking through those. Um, <laughs> so it only you just keep not lying to yourself and you keep doing it afraid and eventually you gain traction and you move forward. My oldest son is the best example of all of this. He has had multiple opportunities to use excuse after excuse to not move forward. First of all, he loves baseball. We are a baseball family through and through. He has been playing since he was three years old. He was told time and time again, I can't tell you how many times, he was told that he was quote-unquote too small. And he was often overlooked by coaches. But when these coaches saw him play, they saw his work ethic, and he realized, and they realized that they're also like how smart he was in baseball. Like he could... He knew basically what was going to happen before the ball was hit based on the way the batter was in position. He is very good at analytics when it comes to it. He can break things down. He is very smart, 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 smart when it comes to baseball. Um, And so eventually these coaches would move him to the middle infield where he belonged. And he ended up being the leader on his high school team, and he made it to college ball. Now, if he had given in to these negative comments and made excuses as to why he couldn't play, then he would have never made it to that next level. But instead, he worked hard, and he proved everyone wrong. Also, when he was in kindergarten, they determined that he was not where he needed to be in regards to reading By second grade, he was diagnosed with pretty severe dyslexia. Um, Again, here we go again. He could have hid behind this dyslexia excuse. And to be honest with you, as a mom, I would have let him. I would have said, oh, he can't do that because he's dyslexic. Oh, he can't do that because he's too small. You know, I, I probably would have just backed him right up, you know. But he could have made bad grades and not tried. But instead... He found this amazing language therapist who worked with him from second through sixth grade, and he worked hard. And by the time he got into college, he was making the dean's list and excelling in all of his his classes. Like, okay, welcome back. So here's some things I want you to think about. Um, Think about some of the things that you want to do. Do you repeatedly feel like a tug to do something that's how I sort of felt about the podcast is that it was always there it was always tugging on me like I really wanted to do this you know it really started off as a blog but um it switched to this podcast um I'm trying to get the blog off too I think I will eventually be able to do that but right now I'm just focusing on one thing at a time um but what do you do with that Do you hide behind excuses on why you're not doing that? We can be led. Andy Stanley says this really great. says, we can be led from the darkness of our excuses to the light. But what will we find? You know what I found? When I finally stopped doing, making excuses and doing this podcast, I found a sea of obstacles. Yeah, 
that's that's not like not what you expected me to say, right? I it was completely a sea of obstacles that led me to negative self talk, feeling bad about myself, and questioning why I was doing this. So when you finally break through your excuses, negative thoughts, and lies, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be easy and smooth sailing. It just means that you kind of leaped over your wall. You know, I, I said in my very first episode I wanted to call it life behind the fence because I just spent an entire entire time behind my fence. So, which would be, for me, the same as living behind a paper wall. I was behind a fence of fear. I was behind my fence of of insecurity and I'm jumping over my fence and moving forward but that doesn't mean you're not met with another fence or another wall you know so you gotta kind of keep breaking through those um (laughs) so it only you just keep not lying to yourself and you keep doing it afraid and eventually you gain traction and you move forward my oldest son is the best example of all of this he has had multiple opportunities to use excuse after excuse to not move forward. First of all, he loves baseball. We are a baseball family through and through. He has been playing since he was three years old. He was told time and time again, I can't tell you how many times, he was told that he was quote-unquote too small. And he was often overlooked by coaches but when these coaches saw him play, they saw his work ethic, and he realized, and they realized that they're also like how smart he was in baseball. Like he could, he knew basically what was going to happen before the ball was hit, based on the way the batter was in position. He is very good at analytics when it comes to it. He can break things down. He is very smart, 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 smart when it comes to baseball. Um. And so eventually these coaches would move him to the middle infield where he belonged. And he ended up being the leader on his high school team and he made it to college ball. Now, if he had given in to these negative comments and made excuses as to why he couldn't play, then he would have never made it to that next level. But instead, he worked hard and he proved everyone wrong. Also, when he was in kindergarten, they determined that he was not where he needed to be in regards to reading. By second grade, he was diagnosed with pretty severe dyslexia. Um, Again, here we go again. He could have hid behind this dyslexia excuse. And to be honest with you, as a mom, I would have let him. I would have said, oh, he can't do that because he's dyslexic. Oh, he can't do that because he's too small. You know, I, I probably would have just backed him right up, you know. But he could have made bad grades and not tried. But instead, he found this amazing language therapist who worked with him from second through sixth grade. And he worked hard. And by the time he got into college, he was making the dean's list and excelling in all of his, all of his classes. Like, he had done amazing, like, no help whatsoever. Um, He also started working in a learning lab at school and helping other students who have learning issues so they succeed in college. Um, My son could have used every excuse in the book as to why he was not successful, but instead he's worked hard, he's focused on his faith, and he will be helping other athletes and students 
in his career he's going to be a coach. He's actually an assistant coach at a high school right now. And he is studying to be a language therapist. He's going to help other kids with dyslexia and, and, and give them the same opportunities that he had. So way to go, Joshy. I'm super. Making excuses is, is like, you know, last, last week when I talked about negative self-talk. It keeps us stagnant. It prevents us from losing the weight we want or applying for a new job. Well, doing a podcast um that same episode um that that paper walls series is four parts and this is really taken most of the information taken from here is from part one of that but he says um to light up your excuses and who you are so you can be what you were meant to be so in the book of john it talks about how um the truth oh gosh what is it you know the truth and the truth shall set you free so when when god says that it's basically saying you will be free to see yourself and others as god sees us so so we need to see ourselves and see other people as god sees us so again, I like to throw in a more um, sometimes science-based um, information for my science-based listeners. I was reading an article from a, she, she called herself a confidence coach. Um, I don't know what that is exactly, but her name is Susan Fetting. But she had a really great article that talked about how making excuses affects your self-esteem. And she says, excuse-making is self-sabotage because it affects your abilities, your performance, and your motivation. It, it's a distraction from getting what you want and reaching your goals. It also comes from, and this is a direct quote from her, a deeper subconscious desire to protect yourself from anxiety and shame. And so basically, the more afraid and anxious you are, the less likely you are achieving your goals and getting what you want so true right like I just said like it keeps you stagnant it keeps you from moving forward it keeps you from reaching your goals you can make excuse after excuse after excuse but until you get up every morning and go for that walk you're gonna have diabetes or you're gonna have issues with your knees or you're gonna have issues with your um back you know there's so many things like I I I'm the worst at that you know I know walking and doing yoga helps me, especially with some of my my back issues. So you'd think I'd keep up with it, but I find an excuse not to do it. I'm too busy. I'm too tired. I'm too whatever, you know. So we got to we got to work past these goals. I mean, past these lies of our we're saying to ourselves. Um, this lady goes on to say that making excuses to other people is one thing, but making excuses to yourself is pretty destructive. She then makes a very powerful statement that says, when you make excuses for yourself, you are saying to yourself that you don't have the willpower, the self-respect, and the self-worth to not make excuses. And you are letting anxiety and fear dictate your life. And that is 100% true. I let anxiety and fear dictate my life for years. And I am trying really hard through sharing my experiences with you to move past that. Um, so I, 
you know, we can work on this together. That's why I'm here. That's what I want from you guys. I want you guys to to know that, like, you're not the only ones out there going through, like, crazy stuff right now. Um, sometimes we make excuses based on what others have told us. So you may have grown up, like I did, hearing people make excuses for you. Or you were told you weren't smart enough for something. Or you didn't look the right part for something. Or that you weren't as a, you weren't important enough for something. Um, I know I had this kind of experience where someone has said that that I wasn't I don't think they meant it in a certain way, but that I wasn't important uh getting it enough to get a sort of promotion and and it was very difficult for me and so I I tried I let it get to me and I let it um get me down and and frustrate me and give me anxiety about my my future and my career and so I don't want to do that I need to move forward whether this person meant to say something that hurt me or not I let it hurt me and I let it be an excuse not to move forward um there is a difference between making excuses and providing explanations explanations allows us to assume the responsibilities and face the consequences and I will tell you that the world in general needs to understand this difference Learning to take responsibility for our actions is a super long lost art. Everybody blames everybody for everything and makes excuses for what they do. When we make excuses, instead of taking responsibility for our actions, we are just looking for the easy way out and not owning up to our part in a situation. And then we lie to ourselves and tell ourselves that we were unable to do something. Making excuses not only prevents us from moving forward or running our race, as it says in Hebrews, it can also prevent us from engaging with our friends. I didn't, sometimes I don't, I make an excuse not to go someplace because I feel introverted and don't want to be around people. Um, It also prevents us from caring for others. And it can prevent us from truly discovering who we are. Like, I'm still searching for who I am. I felt like I've been so many things and I've hidden behind so much that this this is a time to find out who I am and, and what I can be. So, again, think of it this way. Andy Stanley says that everyone who has hurt you has a reason for what they did. They will tell you that there was a reason or an excuse for what they did. Their paper walls resulted and you getting hurt. Paper walls make us small and can enslave us, enslave us to our self-centeredness. I could have excused my life away and come up with a thousand excuses and because, and, and because of not to start this podcast, right? So I could have come up with so many reasons not to. But then I started listening to Joyce Myers. Like I said, I do something a little bit, um, you know, listen to somebody every day. So I do listen to Joyce Myers too. 
And she has a whole series called Do It Afraid. And I would listen to her over and over. Do it afraid. Do it afraid. Do it afraid. And then Andy Stanley says to break through your paper walls and excuses. So I felt like God was sort of trying to tell me something. And he made me realize that I was afraid and insecure and living behind my excuses. So are you lying to yourself? What excuses are you making? Can you break through your paper walls and do what you need to do even if you're afraid? I will tell you one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life was press the record button. I came up with so many reasons not to do this, including being so afraid of what people will say. And it happened. This week, someone posted on my Make an Adjustment page something's just a rude statement it didn't even like it wasn't even about the podcast it was just a rude statement I don't know why this person did it I didn't know this person and to be really honest with you I'm not even sure he listened to any of the episodes I'm not even sure it was directed at me or if it was directed at someone else who had also commented um so but I looked at the comment and my stomach got tense, and I got nervous, and I got scared and tense, and I had to sit there and decide what I was going to do. Was I going to let this comment allow me to make an excuse to quit, or am I going to delete it and move forward? Can you guess what I did? So reach out to me. And tell me how you're going to face your your fears and work past your excuses this week. You can follow me on the Make an Adjustment Facebook and Instagram pages and tell me what excuses you are hiding behind. Also, like the pages while you're there. You can also find us on the Amp- Apple Podcasts, Alexa, Podbean, and more. And you can email me if you'd like it a little less, you know, public. You can email me at makeanadjustment at gmail.com. I'd also like to say that I'm very excited to have a special guest in November. She is an amazing person that I recently have encountered. Um, I'm thrilled that she's agreed to be a part of this show. And as we get closer, I will tell you more about her. Um, but I'm still working on uh, nailing down a final date for it. So make sure you're getting your alerts and keeping up with the new episodes because we are going to start doing not only some guests, but also going to throw in soon a very special fun episode that talks about, for those of you that are baseball people, the end of the baseball season as we move into the World Series. Um, so... I, again, I appreciate everything that you guys have done and the support and the love that you guys have shown out. And I will talk to you next week. Have fun and do it afraid.